Good morning, Living Streams. My name is Ryan Romeo, and welcome to our second season of Daily Devotionals. We'll be posting one of these wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday through Saturday morning for the rest of September. Thank you for carving out this time of day as we slow down, speak to God, listen to God, and meditate on His Word. Our prayer is that in this time, you would delight in the Lord and be blessed and strengthened. This season, we're focusing on emotional health as we work our way through the book of Philippians. Today, we'll be hearing from our online and missions ministries pastor, Alex Seekins, as he leads us in a time of reflection and prayer. We're going to take a little break from the book of Philippians today. In this season, we've been focusing in on emotional and mental health, coming from the perspective that perhaps the Bible has some valuable lessons to teach us along those lines. I want to be clear that the Bible is way more than just a book about mental health, and that frankly, advice about mental health is not the primary goal of the Bible. The Bible is the living and breathing Word of God, and the story that we find on every page has a much deeper meaning than our emotional well-being or advice on how to deal with hard circumstances. Nonetheless, as we read the pages of the Bible and encounter the stories of how God works in and through His children, we can't help but learn a few things about what God believes would be a healthier way for us to live our lives. In 1 Kings chapter 19, we find Elijah, one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament, and he is not doing well. Elijah is a prophet of Yahweh living in Israel during the reign of two of the most wicked monarchs to ever rule over Israel, King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. They've abandoned Yahweh, slaughtered his prophets, and led the people of Israel into worshiping false gods. Elijah has spent years of his life at odds with them, and now Jezebel is hunting him down. Fleeing from Jezebel, Elijah goes a day's journey into the desert. He sits down under a tree, and in verse 4 of 1 Kings chapter 19, we're told he says this, It's enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life. He's at the end of himself and he simply just doesn't want to live any longer. But after a nap and a snack, which was miraculously provided to him by an angel, he gets up and he travels 40 days to Mount Horeb, the Mount of God. As a side note from our little story here, can I just say that if you're grumpy, uh, a nap and a snack are a good place to start. I'm kind of joking, but I'm also at the same time really not joking. Uh, God made us to need rest and food, and if something is out of alignment, it's foolish to overlook the rule that those tangible needs might play in our emotional health, especially when God himself does not neglect those needs in the process of caring for us, or in this story, in the process of caring for Elijah. I want you to pause really quick and ask the Lord if you've been neglecting your physical health, and if so, if that's been contributing to any emotional or mental health struggles that you might be dealing with. I don't want you to ask yourself if you've been neglecting your physical health, and I certainly don't want you to ask TikTok or Instagram if you've been neglecting your physical health. Our culture is a strange tangle of mixed, conflicting, and sometimes counterproductive messages about health, and I know that for many of us, our own hearts are even worse when it comes to this topic. That's why I simply want you to ask God, the one who made you, the one who loves you as you are, and the one who desires for you to experience all that he has for you. Just check in with him to see if he has any affirmation, correction, or encouragement when it comes to your physical health and how you've been attending to it. Let's pause for just a moment here and ask the Lord about that now.
did feel like the Lord was saying something to you along those lines, I want to encourage you to maybe to write that down and to remember those things and to return to that, uh, whatever it is that he said to you. All right, well, let's get back to our story. Elijah arrives at Mount Horeb and his grief comes out again. He basically expresses to the Lord how alone he feels because the people of Israel have walked away from God and now they're seeking to kill him. After Elijah expresses his grief, God tells him to climb the mountain and wait. While he's up on the mountain, a great wind tears through the mountain, but the Lord was not in the wind. Then an earthquake shook the ground, but God was not in the earthquake. Then a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. Finally, there was a still, small voice, a gentle whisper. When he heard the whisper, Elijah wrapped his face in his cloak, approached the mouth of the cave, and began to hear the Lord speak. God spoke to him of his future, made clear to Elijah that he was not alone, and he sent him on from there with a mission. So here's the point. Sometimes we get stuck in our heads. We ruminate on our thoughts and feelings of loneliness, and we desperately want God to show up in some big and obvious way to fix all the circumstances and make us feel better again. Sometimes he does exactly that. But most of the time, he doesn't show up in the wind or the earthquake or the fire. Most of the time, he shows up in the still, small voice. Sometimes he does change the circumstances around us. But other times, he changes our hearts instead. Elijah had to flee to the desert, walk for 40 days, and endure some seriously crazy weather to get to the place where God spoke to the pain that he was feeling. If you're struggling in your mind or your heart, it may be that there is a crazy miracle that God has for you that will change your circumstances and make it all better in a moment. He can and still does work that way. But more likely than not, he has a still small voice that will speak to you in your loneliness and bring you strength from inside rather than from the outside. But more likely than not, He has a still small voice that will speak to you in your loneliness and bring you strength from the inside out rather than the outside in. You may sit down today and in the first 30 seconds hear the life-sustaining words that he has for you. But you may also need to press through the desert for 40 days and push past the noise of the wind and the earthquake and the fire to finally hear his still small voice. Take a moment now and just pour out your heart before the Lord. If you have any grief or pain or sadness, maybe even joy or thankfulness, whatever is in your heart, express those feelings to the Lord now. Now let's take just a moment to silence ourselves before the Lord. I want you to imagine that you are wrapping your face up like Elijah, approaching the mouth of a dark cave and leaning in to listen to a gentle whisper as you wait on the Lord. What is his still small voice saying to you now?
God, you care for us like you cared for Elijah. Help us to press into you no matter how broken we may feel. Help us to be still and to hear when you whisper, and may we find strength in your gentle words. Amen.